Hello and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea. Episode 85, I believe. Yeah, so 15 more until we get to 100. Yeah, we're getting close. Are we there yet? (laughs) Well, are we there yet for the season? Yeah. So there's a funny story from uh, North Community Basketball back in when I was managing back then. My junior year, we went up to um, our Martin Luther King Holiday Tournament. Um, I think one of our, like, the senior player of the time, um, one of our star, like, our top uh, center of the time, Nate, or uh, um, I won't say his name, uh, but I'll give the initials uh, H-A, or uh, N-H. So apparently uh, he was saying, um, so are we there yet? And then somebody in the back, or uh, KB, or uh, one of our, our stars, player and scorer, basically said, "So, um, Nate, how or how old are you?" <laughs> well, I gave away the guy's name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How old are you? Can't yeah, really. You little kids used to say. I remember saying that stuff. That's like that was like kids were still saying that. Like every time they went on like road trips and stuff like that. Just are we there yet? Yeah. More like this in this what this lines into like just are we there yet? Are we getting ready for the season? We're getting close. Yeah, not a lot of news to talk about. This might be a little bit of a short episode. We'll try to keep it under an hour. We'll just see where we go. So news of the week: It looks like uh, Matt Barnes has officially left the Boston Red Sox. So he will be traded over to. Um, take a guess. He'll be well. He'll be taking his talents to South Beach. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he won't be playing for the Miami Heat. No, he'll be playing for the Miami Marlins. He been he has been traded over there, but in exchange, we got a uh, re- or left-handed reliever, uh, Richard Blyer or Richard Blyer or Blair. Yeah, we got him in a trade, so pretty good, awesome. Yeah, looking at the guy's stats, uh, Richard Blair or Blyer. Yeah, I mean we'll figure it out eventually. So, I mean, not really that bad of stats. At least last year. I mean, a um, couple of years, like, he's averaged around, like, 216, 295 in 2020, 2021. 20, uh, uh, last year, his ERA did kind of dip a little bit. But this is kind of a huge pickup for the Red Sox. I mean, as we said, we needed a left-handed reliever, and we got it. A pretty good left-handed reliever, as I should say. So, yeah, so that's not really a bad pickup. Um he was the guy that hit Aaron Judge when the, the Marlins played uh, the Yankees at one point. So he hit Aaron Judge. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Hmm. Went to Florida Gulf Coast. Probably, he was probably there around the same time as Chris Sale. So maybe Chris Sale and him are teammates. Maybe. Yeah. College teammates reuniting with in the show. Yeah. But yeah, this is a really... I really am excited. But the corresponding move that we made on the roster to make room for a Blair... Is um we had to get rid of a uh, friends or a uh, Franklin Herman, and that's the other news that happened this week. So apparently, so he has been DFA'd, um, and he has been dealt to the Chicago White Sox for a minor league reliever, uh, Theo Denninger. Haven't gone too much in this. I don't think we're going too much. Man, that Yankees Alvino trade. I mean, most of those guys are gone now. I mean, yeah. I mean, we. 
got rid or uh, Adam Alvino is now playing for the Mets now. And then, yeah, as Kerman, yeah, he's now playing somewhere else now. Yeah, I was really excited to see Herman play. That really stinks. Yeah, the Yankees guys again in a trade. Shit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but nothing else this week. I mean, truck day was today, so that's kind of the, the unofficial um, start of spring training for the Red Sox. So that's kind of neat. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, can't go wrong with that. Can't really go wrong with that at all. Yeah, yeah. What truck day is? Yeah, that's basically like real like they basically hold the equipment out and then drive down to Fort Myers and stuff like that to get ready for spring training. So, not much. Not much about that. Yeah, just normal truck day. So, truck day. So, when do pitchers and catchers report? Pitchers and catchers report 2023. It will be the 13th. So, based on the Monday after the Super Bowl. Which, by the way, congratulations to... um, the Kansas City uh, Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles for making it to the Super Bowl. So that's pretty neat. Red Sox relate on that. Uh, Kansas City's uh, quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, his dad used to be a major league pitcher at one point, a relief pitcher, Pat Mahomes. And he did make his career stop in Boston. So 1996, 1997, he played. Didn't have that good of an ERA, though, like 6.85 ERA. That's not great. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. But he was mostly a Mets and a uh, Minnesota twin. I mean, he was also a uh, Ranger, Cub, and Pirate at one point, too. Yeah. So, yeah. But mostly just a Minnesota twin and New York Mets. Yeah, he was was also part of that uh, 2000 Mets team that made to the World Series, that Subway Series. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So maybe yeah, I think I think he's two years younger than me. Not Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, as in the son, as in Kansas City uh, Chiefs quarterback. So yeah, he's two years younger than me. So yeah, he would have been like a he might have been two or three, so he might not remember being in Boston, but he might have been around Fenway a few times, and yeah, he secretly might be a huge Red Sox fan. We don't know. We don't know. Maybe. Oh, Patty Mahomes might be a whole, might be a huge Boston Red Sox fan. He he did play baseball at one point, I think at Texas Tech, I believe. So like, because sometimes those football or some like athletes, college athletes might play two sports. Like maybe like I think a uh, Tory Hunter's son at Notre Dame kind of did that too. Like Tory Hunter Jr. He played football for Notre Dame and then played baseball during the spring. So I mean, they could do that. I mean. I mean, you kind of have to get some clearance, too. But, like, usually, I mean, you could usually play two sports. Like, didn't, like, Pat Connaughton also on Notre Dame, too? Like, he played basketball and baseball, too. Yeah. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, forward. Yeah. Also, Arlington, uh, Massachusetts native. Hmm. All right. So, yeah. New England, Massachusetts, Boston related. Just want to give that tidbit there. All right. So nothing else. I mean, yeah. And this will also be the first Super Bowl two that two brothers have faced off against each other because Travis Kelsey of the of the Kansas City or Kansas City Chiefs will be taking on uh, his brother. 
I believe Jason Kelsey or Jordan Kelsey. Hold on. I believe it's Jordan Kelsey, but I could be wrong there. Kelsey. Yeah, or no, Jason Kelsey. All right. Yeah, so, so yeah, Jason Kelsey. I can't talk. Is a center for the Eagles, and then Travis Kelsey, I believe, is a tight end for yeah, tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. So yeah, that would actually be kind of cool. Kansas City for, or a brother versus brother. Yeah, let's have it. Let's have it. Yeah, I'm not a real good poem for anybody in this team. I kind of don't like both teams, but I mean. At this rate, I mean, made the better te- better team win at this point. Yeah. Nothing else. Nesson did release their. Uh, we forgot to talk about this too. They did release their. Uh, um, officially announced their uh, broadcast team. We forgot to mention that too. So it will be. Um, I think they also did this in Winter Weekend too. So it'll be Lou Maroni, Lou Maroney, who just recently just left uh, his uh, show on WEI. He also might be doing radio broadcasting too, so yeah, maybe. Yeah, the pride of Framingham. Yeah, used to play for the Red Sox at one point. Will Middlebrooks, former Red Sox player. Yeah, yeah and also a host of the w- Wake and Rake podcast. All right, yeah, maybe I might get back into that show. I don't know. Yeah. Kevin Millar, part of the 04 Red Sox uh, cowboy up. Yeah, he's coming back. Mike Monaco, he's also coming back too. Dave O'Brien. Tim Wakefield, Jemai Webster, and Kevin Euclid. So yeah, I I, I kind of like this. Yeah, Kevin Euclid might be more more of like might begin more of the airtime as like the color commentator, and uh, Dave O'Brien will do play by play. So yeah, so kind of agree. Yeah, kind of have a little bit of a rotation. Oh, Tony Maserati's not on there. Oh, darn. <laughs> yeah. I, I like this. All right. It won't be bad. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's about it for news wise. I mean, nothing really going on. That's why I mean nothing going on at old uh, Fenway Park this week. No news. All right. We'll try to get this done real quick because, yeah, as I said, maybe we'll try to get it done in 30 minutes. A 30 minute podcast? Maybe the shortest in. Uh, Show's history? I don't know. That might not be true. I think we might have an episode shorter than that. All right. So let's get into it. The college baseball segment. All right. So, all right. So Central Missouri opened up the season today against uh, North uh, or against North Greenville. I believe they are the defending national champs. Although uh, I did see they are the number one ranked team in the land and they got shellacked by North Greenville. 12 to 1 and 7 innings at Minute Maid Park. That's part of that uh, Houston uh, winter invitational that they have in Minute Maid Park, which, if you don't know, is the Houston Astros' uh, home venue. Um, yeah, the defending World Series champion, Houston Astros. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so they start the year out or start the year off 0 uh, 1. Yeah, not great, but still more season to come. I mean, you might lose the first game, but still end up winning the whole thing at the end. All right. Tomorrow they do. Uh, they play two more games tomorrow on Sunday of the Houston Winter te- or Houston Winter Invitational. This time they'll play against a or Monte Va- 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 Montevallo. 
um, 1 p 1:30 p.m. Central Time, and then on Sunday they'll play a flag flagler. Man, these are hard names to pronounce. Also on 1:30 at Minute Maid Park, and then on Friday we'll uh, they'll start uh they'll uh, go back home and play at a uh, Crane Stadium, Tompkins Field. So the fr- home opener against uh, Arkansas Tech Friday. That game will be at 3 p.m. Central Time. So yeah. Just to kind of give you a little heads up of the schedule heading into next week or next time we record an episode. We won't go over rankings just yet. We'll probably just wait until like next week or so to try to get all the rankings and stuff like that. All right. Our favorite NAIA team, Tennessee Wesleyan. They started the season off with a win against uh, St. Xavier at home in Athens, Tennessee. Won that game 3-1. to one. So pretty good, one and zero to start the year. Then they start a doubleheader, um, tomorrow. Or then they start a doubleheader on Saturday, also against Saint Xavier tomorrow, as I should say, twelve for or twelve or twelve p.m. Eastern time, which will probably be one eleven o'clock Eastern time for me. Um, game two will probably fall like thirty minutes afterwards after game one. So yeah, I mean, we don't know what time for game two. Usually it's like 30 minutes before the next games or after the first game. Usually that's just how we did it. One and a, all right. And then Florida Southwestern are one or at least one of our favorite Juco Division One teams. Um, they started play in the perfect game uh classic um uh, today. Um they played or Chattahoochee Valley Community College in Panama City, Florida, and won in uh, eight innings, which is basically extra innings in this case, nine to seven. So pretty good, awesome, nine to seven. So they are three and two for the year so far. Wait, what? Hold on, we messed that up. All right, we forgot to talk about Saturday's games. All right, they played number ten, uh, Chip or Chippewa or Chippewa. Bud lost that game seven to one, and then they played Polk State also on Saturday, and but won that game eight to six. And then I said, uh, Chattahoochee Valley Community College in the Perfect Game Classic. I said like nine to seven. All right, yeah, we won't go back into that. All right, tomorrow they play against uh, Florence Darling Tech at eleven a.m. Eastern Time, so ten thirty East or Central Time for me, and then Sunday to be determined. It depends on if they win or not. Yeah, All right. and then yeah, and then Friday they'll play against uh, East Georgia or East East Georgia College in or uh, in a uh, Palataka, Florida, at one or at a uh, one p.m. East Eastern Time, twelve p.m. Central Time. Right. Just to give you a little schedule update. All right, All right. yeah, maybe we might not make thirty minutes. Oh, man. Well, when we, I don't know. There's no excuse. All right. Okay. So, um, Tyler Junior College, they did play on sat- last Saturday, um, seven inning game and won 12 to set or 12 to one against, uh, Frank Phillips College. So, pretty good. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, they are net. Na- so, they have started the year out two and one. Pretty good. Pretty good. Awesome. All right. They were supposed to play uh, Weatherford College this uh, week, Wednesday, 
but that game got postponed because of ice storms that were happening in Texas and stuff like that. And then they were supposed to play today or supposed to play today. That got pushed back to tomorrow. So they'll play tomorrow, uh, 1 p.m. Central Time against uh, Weatherford College. First game, seven inning game. And then the second game will be a nine inning game at four or a four o'clock Central Time. And then Monday, they'll play against uh, Weatherford at Weatherford College at 2 p.m. Central Time, nine inning game. And then Friday, they'll play against Blaine or Blinn College. 4 p.m. Central or 4 p.m. Central time against the in the Rosardo Valley tournament. And then, yeah, also on Friday, they'll also play a Warden or Warden County Junior College. Also on Friday, 7 p.m. Central time in the Rosardo Valley tournament. Yeah. A little choppy there. Yeah, I didn't like it. All right. So that's it for a very choppy. College baseball segment. <sighs> Sorry about that. Yeah. Some of these names are just, yeah, they're just hard to pronounce. All right. So we're going to go back over um, the, or uh, so we're going to give you the answer for last week's uh, trivia pursuit question. Who leads the, who, le- who has the Red Sox record for batting average? All right. So we got, um so we got the results for uh, Instagram. 76 or 67% of you said Ted Williams, 25% of you said uh Wade Boggs, 8% of you said David Ortiz, and then 0% of you said uh Manny Ramirez. All right, and then um on Twitter, I could be wrong on this. I did try to quote or quote tweet and try to get like people to uh quote tweet on my personal Twitter. So anyway, let's go down. All right, so six people voted. Um, 83 of them on Twitter said uh, Ted Williams. 17% said, said, 17% of them said Ted Williams. And then 0% or then 0% of them said Wade Boggs or Manny Ramirez. And then on uh, Facebook, it was like 1% said Ted Williams and nobody else. Yeah, it was like one person voted. That person voted Ted Williams. And the result of that question is, it is Ted Williams. Yeah, I believe a 344 batting average. Yeah, career batting average. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I could be wrong on that. Hold on. Steps was right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is a Ted Williams or a three. Yeah, 344 batting average. All right. Pretty good. All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> So, yeah, Ted Williams. All right. And then, so this week, who holds a career batting or career uh, record for home runs for the Boston Red Sox? All right. Is it A, Ted Williams, B, David Ortiz? Um, trying to think. Tw- or uh, C, Nomar Garcia Para? Or. D. Karyashremsky. All right. We'll have that up on uh, Twitter and Instagram in a little, or uh, after we're done recording this episode. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So, that's what I mean. Yeah. Next next week's episode, find out who is the career holder for home runs in for the Boston Red Sox. <clears throat> All right. 
So let's start wrapping this up. As I said, I'm trying to get this done in 30 minutes because, yeah, there was not a lot to talk about this week. All right, Final Fox, I want to give a thank you uh, for the shout-out on Twitter by uh, Socks uh, South on Twitter. Like, he basically, like, or whoever runs the account or runs the account did like a basically like tweet of all the Red Sox podcasts that he listens to or major ones, like kind of like uh, Jared Carabas' podcast on a uh, draft Kings or the name redacted po- podcast. See Parole's podcast that he just uh, amped it back up on a uh, sports Illust- or sports illustrate and other podcasts too, like uh, <clears throat> even baseball related ones. And he mentioned us on um, <clears throat> Twitter. So, I wanted to give a shout out to him and basically said like thank you for like the shout out on um uh, um Twitter. Yeah, and don't and try to follow this dude. It's a uh, socks or socks uh L- south. So it's a S A W X and then uh south as in like the south kind of deal. Yeah. Right. Other final thoughts. We might be starting up a Patreon page. I'm not really sure what we think. I mean I mean, it would be nice to kind of, like, make a little bit of money, too, or, like, kind of, like, pay some bills and get everybody active, too, like, maybe have some contests, some polls, even have, like, the Trivia Pursuit questions up on Patreon, stuff like that. I know I haven't really thought about it yet, just yet. And also, one more final thought. Just want to give a shout-out. Tom Brady has officially retired from – playing football and this yeah this is not a baseball related or red sox related question but this is more of a boston sports related question because tom brady played most of his 20-year career or 23-year career with the new or new england patriots yeah and gave him six super bowl rings as i should say yeah and and that's a thing i can't at this point i mean knowing the season he kind of had this year and kind of like this might have been like his worst season of his career i'm kind of hoping that maybe he re- stays retired at this point and knowing kind of how that kind of costed his family his marriage and his family and stuff like that too it's just yeah just just i love you top or tb12 but please just retire at this point just yeah but thank you for the memories thank you for just giving just giving me 20 years of happiness in a way as a New England Patriots fan, like give me six Super Bowl rings. Like knowing every time we go to the Super Bowl, I mean, we have a chance of winning this thing. And I believe he is a Hall of Famer. I believe the man is a Hall of Famer. You look at the stats too, like the stats that he had. Like the man was even was just that consistent of a player, and he had a really good work ethic too. Like the guy, like I think it was like <clears throat> Super Bowl thirty eight or so. I think like um, somebody asked him like, "What do you plan on doing this off season?" And he said, "I'm going to take a week off, and then after that week is off, I'm going to go right back to work and get ready for next season." Kind of deal. So the man never slept or swept. The man never swept. Slept. That's not swept. <laughs> man, we are. All right. Anyway, yeah. That's why I mean the work ethic too, and just stuff like that. And like looking at his stats, the man looks consistent like there were even the years he didn't win super bowls he still put up really good numbers too that's what i mean i feel like he is a first ballot hall of famer and if he doesn't get on the first year that is a real shame for like whoever is running that like i'll just say do they have like a football writers association that votes i think it's a cut i think it's what i'm hearing it's a committee and like they basically just 
show PowerPoints and stuff like that. It shows like, yeah, this is like, like kind of like criteria of what, who should like get in on like the first class or a, a certain class and stuff like that for the hall of fame. Hopefully gets in on the first year. I just want to say too, this kind of is the end of like just a Boston sports era or an era in Boston sports history, at least for me. I mean, pretty much everybody or at least all the favorite players that I've grown up cheering for, like David Ortiz for the Red Sox, uh, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce for the Celtics, said Daniel Char of the Bruins, and now Tom Brady for the Patriots. They're now all retired now. I believe this is kind of an end of an era, just for at least my, at least for my childhood and someone of my adult life too. This is kind of an end of an era, those guys. Just thank you. Just thank you for just making like some really nice memories and stuff like that. And then one more final thought. I think we're, I think next week we're going to be doing something a little special next week. I think we might be doing a uh, top 25 uh, favorite Red Sox, at least in my lifetime, I believe. Yeah. So we might be doing something that, that, but I got to like plan and stuff like that. I got to do the career stats, kind of, do like a little like tidbit information, stuff like that. We, we might be doing like something like that. Just kind of like a little off season, kind of like a treat. We might be doing that. Yeah. yeah. All right. As I said, this is going to be a short episode tonight because, or this week, because nothing really happened. Red Sox related news. Nothing happened at all. And we did keep it like five minutes under 30 minutes. I mean, yeah, that's pretty good. So, all right. Good, good. All right. All right. All right, so we'll call it a night, and then, yeah, I got to get ready for uh, basketball tomorrow. Yeah, they're having a shootout at Normal West. It's a, a Midwest uh, Crossroads cla- shootout classic or something like that. So, yeah, I think we're taking on Yorkville. It's like a team in uh, up north and stuff like that in the area, Chicagoland area. So, yeah, so far, community, I mean, they're kind of a little, like, up and down. Like, so far, their record is uh, 15 and 12. Uh, they did win tonight against Danville. They basically just kicked the snot out of Danville, went up or went over to Danville and uh, won 52 to 38. Uh, high school of uh, Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, he went there, class of 1944. Yeah, that's a little tidbit information for you there. All right. Let's call it a night. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate, and review on Apple iTunes. Give us a five star. Or- I did it again. All right. <laughs> Subscribe, rate, and review on Spotify. And give us a five-star if you can, because that does help us in the podcast rankings. Follow the show on Twitter at red underscore charter. Then follow the show on TikTok at lowercase socks, Illinois. And then follow the show on Instagram, also lowercase socks, Illinois. Like the show on Facebook, the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter. And then follow the show on Spotify. All right. With that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right. See you guys next week. Banyana.